The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let me welcome onto the show Baskopo Magama, who is the Limpopo MEC for Cooperative Governance, Human Settlements and Traditional Affairs. Uh, Mr. Magamo, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Good morning, Ms. Kathy, and to the listeners of uh, SAFM. You know, we've been talking, of course, about this initiative that your department alongside the Premier's office embarked on earlier on in the week. Uh, It was an item that was budgeted for earlier in the year, but seeing those cars uh, parked outside Sishoko Stadium gave it perhaps the kind of meaning um, that it didn't have just as a budget item. You've heard a lot of the responses that uh, people have had to it. It's been mixed reactions what do you make of, of, of those responses so far, both those that are for the move and those that are against it? Thanks, uh, uh, Kathy and the listeners. Let me say uh, I, I, I observed uh, those mixed re- reactions. Some are saying it, it does not worth uh, uh, buying cars for senior traditional leaders, which you will sometimes understand uh, that they will be comparing uh, the needs uh, that we might be having as a country and uh, as a province. But there are those that will understand that we did exactly what they were long waiting for uh, to see us uh, supporting our traditional leaders because they value their contributions, more especially uh, in areas where they come from. And I'm one of those that I believe uh, to those that uh, they understand or they pick the role of traditional leaders. If I were to give you the example of where I come from, uh, as an example, uh, a senior traditional leader in our area uh, has been seen from time immemorial as one person who is leading that, whoever arrives, whether it's a minister, whether it's a councillor, whether it's a mayor or the president, when they arrive in those communities, the entry point to engage with those communities, it's a senior traditional leader. That's why even in our areas, you will see even uh, schools are named after the names of the traditional leaders that we have in those areas to show that they associate and align themselves with those uh, people in the traditional councils. That is how I view this, but I felt uh, maybe a opportunity like these ones in the SAFM will give us more time to clarify and people understand so that we minimize those misunderstandings or those mixed feelings and understand the intention and the purpose of doing that to our institution of traditional leaders. So, so, so what is the intention and the purpose then? Look, is to make the senior traditional uh, leaders able to play their role and responsibilities within the communities. Uh, Like you will understand, and I'm not trying to compare uh, because a traditional leader is there for life and the MEC is there for five years. Uh, But when I get into the office as the MEC, the ministerial handbook should be able to come there and provide for 
as to how do I get to have the tools of trace. And as government, we should be able to see that traditional leaders are categorized by this constitution, by as public representatives as well, we should be able to see what type of uh, tools of trade should be able to be made available in order to enable them to do their work within their own communities. My understanding is that it's not the first time that um, these 4 by 4 vehicles are being rolled out to traditional leaders in the province. Is that the case? Exactly. So how many have you issued out before? We will continue to issue for every senior traditional leaders, even at the previous uh, uh, encounters we were giving all of them. What maybe is confusing people around this time is that you see 57 houses, eh, 57, I'm sorry, because I'm also responsible for housing uh, portfolio in the province, uh, 57 cars that were given. But at the same time, it's not only those 57 cars that were supposed to be delivered uh, on the whole financial year. We went to uh, legislature and voted for a budget of 55 million to procure one or two vehicles. But I must tell you that it's not only one or two uh, senior traditional leaders in our province. Last year, we might have given about six, which could not necessarily have received before. So they will not necessarily get the cars this time around, whereas we gave them the six, or because the cars are still in a usable. That's why we are saying to you, it is not gifts. It's not like we are giving you because you're supposed to. We are giving you on the basis that you should have a car that you should be able to utilize to do your day-to-day -day activities. And we are going to give uh, almost, uh, we have got 204 senior traditional leaders in the province, but it's not all of them. Uh, we are also looking at their situation. Like if somebody may not necessarily be, might be a senior traditional leader, but uh, they decided not to be uh, taking up the position of senior traditional leader and appoint somebody else. So those people will not necessarily give car because we are giving recognized senior traditional leaders who should be able to be doing their day-to-day -day so, work as so, traditional so, leaders. So, Mr. Makamu, in, in, in the lifespan, let's say, of, of one vehicle that you've given out to a traditional leader, how much does it cost um, between the time that they're given the vehicle and the time that the vehicle then retires? Well, you will uh, know, says Casey, that uh, we will depreciate the car and look at the usability of it without necessarily being uh, managed by the ministerial handbook. At least a minimum of five years, uh, 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 we should be allowing the cars to still be working. I must tell that there are those senior traditional leaders who got... Uh, 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 cars during the uh, time of Premier Silomoloto, which was Nissan hard bodies. Some of those cars are still in use, they're still uh, there. It could be that their mileage is far ahead, uh, but they're still in good condition, depending on how they're handling them. So, 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 so who's... It will not yeah, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. So it will not be uh, that we see it as a department and manage within our a transport mechanism that we evaluate them, we count the kilos they have used. But uh, time and again, as we work with the house, 
of traditional leaders in Khoisan, we are able to say, but uh, the last time you get cars was around 2014, and then uh, most of the traditional leaders no longer have cars, they are unable to uh, render their services. Then we start to discuss, uh, but also looking at the funds available and all the processes and the policy provisions get to be followed. In order so to so buy who's, cars who, who's responsible for the service costs and the maintenance of those vehicles? We give it to the traditional leadership and their traditional councils to do that, uh, to make sure that the service, whether the uh, tires have worn out, they, we don't necessarily get in as the department to come and buy. We say we have given you a car for you to do. A tools, uh, as a tools of trade, you should be able to maintain it, take care of it, and we should be able to make sure that they take them to services. We make sure that they also insure the cars. Uh, we don't necessarily do that as a department, but we allow the traditional councils with the traditional leaders to do that. Previously, when you have given out these cars, have you ever done a follow-up study to see the use and the benefit to the community because part of how you package it is that this is something that's going to help serve the community. Exactly, Siskit. I must tell you, uh, I may not know whether people were able to listen to the provincial chair of uh, the House of Traditional, uh, when he was briefing the premier to say they believe as a house we have made significant progress because we are giving uh, these cars uh, as tools of trade under stringent uh, policy provisions that we have approved and worked with the house. Uh, some of the things, it's uh, uh, when uh, Hoshi is sitting, uh, suppose, uh, you know, uh, in the traditional leaders, we have got dispute. Sometimes uh, Hoshi will be uh, removed from his seat based on the dispute that is there. The car will be back, come back and be able to be given the one, which was not there before. You will have find somebody who has a Hoshi, the family decide to remove. When that person is removed, the new one does not necessarily have a car, will have to hike. The other one say, I can't hand over the car. Now we have got stringent. Uh, when they were signing for the cars, they were signing according to this policy. We have seen a number of them. Others, they will even, when you bought it, uh, exchange it for something else. Maybe somebody exchange a buggy for a BMW. We have made provisions that that is not acceptable, it's not allowed. That car remains the property of a Hoshi and a traditional cancer. Nobody can be able to move because we are using it as a tool right. of trade. All right, Mr. Makamu, we're going to continue the conversation in a moment. It's 10.30. We're in conversation with uh, Baskopo Makamu, who is the Limpopo MEC for Cooperative Governance, Human Settlements and Traditional Affairs. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point with the Limbopo Coxta MEC, Baskopo Magamo. So, Mr. Magamo, one of the questions I, I, I asked you before we went to news was whether or not you had done any work to try and understand what the impact of the vehicles, especially as it relates to service delivery, has been. The reason I asked that question is because we've had a number of listeners who've called into the program in the past two or three days that have said for those traditional leaders that already have vehicles some of them 
simply do not use them to fulfill the duties and the obligations that you speak about. So I, I just want to understand from you how then you weigh the efficiency of the use of these vehicles in relation to the work that traditional leaders do. Thanks, Siski. Uh, uh, let me say that uh, that question does not necessarily arise from uh, 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 people far away from the institution of traditional leaders, including myself. It does come. Uh, for an example, you find that one Koshi eats uh, a Koshi in an area where it's a mining area. And the mines which are there, they also uh, pay royalties to the traditional council and they can be able to afford a car. And if you were to utilize that situation alone, you will say there is no need to buy cars because you can see this Koshi affording to buy cars out of what or the economic activities does, which happens within their communities. And that it's one thing we consider. But at the same time, there are those that we are discussing uh, in the house and they deal with a number of all issues, uh, development, service delivery, welfare, and all those other things. And as a result, we come to a determination to say, we need to support, and this is how we should be able to support. So you don't necessarily look at one and say, no, no, let's sing it out, because when they engage government as senior traditional leaders, they engage them as as a collective, as a bargaining from one area to say, in order for us to work with you, some of the things we want you to deal with these things. Yes, but but I want to understand what is the what are the services that that they are providing, and how do you hold them accountable? As again, as a way of of making us the public understand why um, such a cost. Okay. Is would be justified. Thanks, Eske. What are the services uh, these traditional leaders uh, are doing within our communities? Uh, let me also first indicate that they facilitate uh, development and service delivery within their own communities. Uh, they do have their council. They some. If you can have an opportunity, Eske, one day to go to certain shelter, they even present to you a master plan of how they will want their area to be developed. They even share with you, what is it that you think the Department of Agriculture can come and do because we have got land in this community? They can even say, we have got a plan to have a township establishment. Can't you work with the municipality? We are prepared to hand over this portion of land that they can be able to proclaim and make it a development so that our people here can get uh, employment. They understand that it is no longer that they should sit and wait for government to provide anything. So there are serious role to their play. Let me give an example, Siskith. Uh, you will understand what I'm talking about. Uh, if you drive uh, through a road from uh, Elim to Gyan, you will see a mall which has just been constructed in a deep rural village uh, by Dr. Masingita Maikun. If you go there and listen to the what the traditional leadership were able to do, uh, he they gave the land. They even got some money in their trust. They led a process where they even did a water project, which almost twenty thousand people are getting. So you can be able to see that 
traditional leadership are occupying that space of development and as such we should be able to support them so that they can be able to yeah, execute but, 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 their but, responsibility but what happened in that initiative is that you know the masingita group had had an idea of bringing development to the area and they needed the buy in of the traditional leaders which which which, which 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 they've been able to get but but you it, can't say that getting buy in is uh, is a significant you know efficiency marker so, so and, and and I hear you on I hear you on what you're saying about facilitating development of service delivery but if we talk in very practical terms they they doesn't sound to me at least as far as you've explained to be clear measures of saying this is the role that the traditional leaders play and this is how we hold them accountable we know that they are doing their jobs if 1 2 3 4 we know that they are failing at doing their jobs if we see 1 2 3 4 that's what i'm looking for let, 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 let me uh, come in there uh, and say to you uh, it could not be that we don't necessarily have a well documented measurements of their Uh, failures or not but if the mc for sports arts and culture has to get a buy in or a support of a traditional leader in a particular community in building a library there are challenges that will be able to be escalated to the mc for coxna and say as and when we want to uh, construct or develop the area we are finding challenge with the community mc makamu can you come in and make sure that with the senior traditional leaders we get the support and the buy in and do that so this will not necessarily be recorded that you will be able to see them but wherever a project is to be undertaken by government we should make sure that the first entry point we get into a senior traditional leader so that even when we get problems because community members still regard the traditional leaders as their main uh, person spokesperson or mouthpiece so, so, that they will be able to talk to so so mr makamu so it, it, it it sounds to me it sounds to me that part of this initiative is about maintaining a relationship you want to have a good relationship with traditional leaders you want to make sure that um that relationship is Uh, on a good footing especially going into elections but more generally you prefer to just have a good relationship with them and this is why you have done this in maintenance of that relationship not really that uh, sis like i said initially uh, you will be so worried i'm not so sure uh, where uh, you 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 come from uh, but a person like myself Uh, when there is a idp rep forum in the greater gyan municipality where my traditional leader wasinkur should be able to go and participate he does not have a car he will have to go uh, to the uh, taxi and take a taxi by the time he arrives in the what 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 what's wrong with taking a taxi it's not reliable it may not necessarily take the coach on time there because Uh, yeah well, what, what about what about what about all the other people that have to get up in that very area and catch taxis to make it on time for work and their meetings how are they able to get there on time can, can i can i ask a question uh, i know this uh, session is made me it's made for me to answer 
What about if the MEC does not necessarily have a car, he has to go and address, and people arrive there, the MEC is not there? What would be that? I, I don't understand the because, nature of your question. But what I'm saying is that senior traditional leadership represents even those that people that you are talking about. He's not going there because he feels like he should be able to. He represents his own community. It's not like he's going to represent his own family. So as such, he should be given the necessary tools to represent his own community. So at, at the end of the day, Mr. Makamu, part of why you are doing this is because, as I've said before, in service and in maintenance of that relationship that you as government have with traditional leaders. Now, my question around how you mark efficiency is still not answered. And I think part of the reason why is because there are no clear mechanisms um, that government has right now to hold traditional leaders accountable. Would you say that you, you do? Do, do you go and hold traditional leaders accountable, those that are not servicing their communities? Let, let, let me say that uh, we have got the house. Uh, when we see even uh, a behavior of a Hoshi is not up to what you expect to be a Hoshi. We discuss such and have committees within the traditional uh, house of traditional leaders deal with that. It's not necessarily as government. It's on uh, the house, like I, I, I might not have said here, that there is a national house, there is also provincial house, there is local house. They also develop their own standards that they should be able to hold the institution in. And as such, they should be able to. If there is a Hoshi who does not necessarily attend to meetings, uh, they also hold each other accountable that way. It is not necessarily us as government, but in our cases, Kathy, it's just to uh, give them enable resources to be able to conduct their responsibilities. Says Kathy, you can ask me tomorrow, why are we building uh, traditional council offices uh, within our communities? They will have to use it as part, they should be staff to support them there. All right. And that is how we view it. Mr. Makamu, we're going to take a quick break. I'm back with um, our conversation with him. I'll also be taking your calls on 086-000-2032. That's the number to dial. If you want to put direct questions to the MEC on the WhatsApp voice note line, 0614-104-107. Um, Mekethi, understanding Hori, maybe this is a service that they have to provide to the traditional leaders. But I'm just wondering about the repurposing of money. Are there no other things that are more urgent than uh, giving chiefs cars? Meanwhile, they already have a salary that they get every month. Are there no other things that the community needs or the country needs which the money can be rechanneled there or repurposed for that? Ah, elections are around the corner. Now there's a need for traditional leaders to have vehicles. Okay. Hi, I was Kathy. Uh, I would like to greet also Mr. Makama, Baskop, our man from the Limpopo. You know, I think what they are doing is good. Our traditional people have been there in the struggle before we are born, calling them Makonko. So today, because people are from middle class, they derate them as people who don't deserve what the state could give. So. I think what Limpopo province is doing is marvelous. They must keep on doing that every five years.
uh, people suffered and the, now they are not even recognized they can recognize the queen in england and even going there doing some uh, head in head approach head in hand approach so what Limpopo is doing is very good. We support it. Give them even money. They must raise their salaries. They are earning peanuts. WPRM's Limpopo. All right. Thanks for those WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, the Limpopo Coxta MEC Baskopo Makamu is still on the line. Stephen, you're on the road. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. How are you? Well, thank you, Stephen. I'm good. I'm good. It's my pleasure to talk to you. Mm, look, uh, my, I'm, I'm asking myself only one problem. What, what is the problem where, uh, when Limpopo giving the, our cheese uh, the cars? I don't know what the problem is. So, you know, what I've discovered so far, I'm a truck driver. So then I, I, I used to go different places. So then when, when I check, so then is, is the problem. Uh, most of the people, they, they look Limpopo so down. They, it's been degraded for a long time. So then our government is taking care of only one royal house. So then today is Limpopo. That's why there are a lot of uh, questions. So then I say pick up to Limpopo. Let them do it. Stephen, you don't remember the questions that were raised about the spending on, on the Zulu, Zulu royal household? Yes, yes, and, I remember. And, and, and the vehicles that were also um, rolled out in, in that province? Yes, yes. Yeah, so, so it's not true to say that their concerns or complaints because it's uh, Limpopo province. I think you see it every time it happens. Yeah, yeah no, to, today, to, to, today Limpopo is on spotlight. Because just, just, just only for the cars. Just only for the cars. And, they, and, and, and our kids are given the cars. They're not stealing the cars, like 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 our officials. So then they, they are given. Let us just uh, uh, learn to to appreciate once. All right. Let okay, us, Stephen. Yes. yes. All right. All right, Stephen. Please. Thanks for calling in. So My it pleasure. gets it gets your full vote of support. Um, you're in Skukune. How how are you, Billy? I'm fine, and you, Melo? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Hey, we are listening to Sirius Live. There. You know, the premier of this province said it clearly in Sipedi. So if they are personal cars, they are not being regulated by any policy of government. Now, here is, a, is an MEC who says, no, when they keep do this, they will take back the car. It does not happen like that. I work here in Mbobo. Staff who work in this personal uh, council offices don't have cars to do what they're supposed to be doing for the people. They are giving these cars to chiefs, and not only the chiefs, those whom they prefer. They are chiefs who do not have these cars. This cars. Now, it's a problem. They are using these government resources and money to campaign. We don't understand it. <laughs> Let them give you the policy. How should they give this cars and who they, who they should give to? There's no such a policy. Well, they say they're, give, they, 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 they say they're giving them to deserving traditional leaders. Uh, right, Mr. Makamu? It's to deserving traditional leaders? Who's deserving? Who's not deserving? Let's, let's, ask, let's ask Mr. Makamu. Hold. Stay on the line for me, uh, Billy. Um, Mr. Okay. Makamu? 
thanks, Kenji. There are a number of uh, comments which have been made. May I allow to follow no, I, those I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to give you a chance to respond to the others in a moment. I just want you to respond okay. to the issue of, of criteria. Billy is saying that you, you're, you're not giving them to everybody, but to those that you choose. And, and at the event, you also said that you are giving them to deserving traditional leaders. Uh, exactly that. But I must first clarify the fact that uh, there is an issue that we don't even have a policy. Uh, when it's not even the department who's pronounced the policy positions, it's the Hoshi uh, a provincial chair. Uh, it is not true. If uh, the man, uh, I forget to take his name from Skukune, uh, no Ekoshi that is using the car or misusing the car. It's one thing that we should be able to get out of the lessons and be able to improve on that. That's why I said uh, we were doing... Can can I share with you something, Siskith, that we're giving about uh, 57 cars. What we would have used as a criteria to get the first 57? We had to come with a particular mechanism that these are the ones which are there. And we said... Uh, let's start with uh, all our female senior traditional leaders who are recognized. And they, most of them got uh, we gave them, they were there, they saw it. We said, let's also give those that are leaders within the houses. And we gave them. So there was something that we were following. So to say here that there is nothing, uh, the premier said this, uh, it's not true. And I think uh, okay. if people want us to share with the policies, we can be able to share. All there right. is no such. All right, but Mr. Makamu, just hang on. It. Just hang on, Mr. Hang on, Mr. Makamu. Uh, Billy, you heard the answer there, right? Uh, it's not telling the truth. It's pretty economic. Okay. All right. Billy, out Tell him school. to give but the policies so that they can outline me. But, That's okay. why they choose but, it. But, I'm telling you, the people that have given this cast are those who are working in the House of San leaders. People who don't even have uh, access to roads, they are not giving this. They are not getting those cars. They are people who are living in the mountains there. Sheskes, yeah. Can you you request for once, uh, Mr. Billy, to also say who is he referring to as the person who has been given a car and those that are not given uh, because they are not like as a recognized senior traditionally. Just for us to have because. He may have facts, but if a person generalizes in this space when he is highly affected from Skukun, he can enlighten me as the MEC and consider some of these things. Because this conversation is not just point scoring, it's just also to build and clarify certain things. Can he share? Yes. Which question? In... No, no. You, you have said by yourself that you, you only have 72 cars out of 205 of them. Then how do you give them? The, the, the little that you have, how do you share them? Okay, here is the policy we are using, or the criteria we are using, not necessarily a policy. We said, let's prioritize those that are leaders in houses. Let's prioritize all female senior traditional leaders. Let's prioritize those that, when they were since they were inaugurated, they have never received a car. Can you stop there? So, the, these three. Those who are in uh, houses are already are earning a lot of money, and they've got access to all those. Kathy, he, has left, he has left the point he's raising. He's not okay. talking about the salary. Okay. I can come okay. to that okay. salary. Okay, I'm going, I'm, 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 so, I'm going to 
I'm going to intervene here. You Billy. must accept. Billy. If I have clarified you, yeah. let me see. Okay. Clarified the point. Mr. Makamu, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to pause it there, Billy. I'm going to give you 20 seconds to wrap up, and then I'm going to let you go. Please, I go for policy. Three, one, reanalyze or according to this policy, was the criteria correct? Okay. There's no policy. All right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right, Billy. William, you're in Valcom. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Go for it quickly, William. This this government is taking people for a right. And we are no more going to accept. We are going to punish this government next year. Thank you, sir. All right. Okay, William. Short and sweet. Well, maybe not so sweet, um, given what you had to say about the ANC. So they won't find it sweet. But thanks uh, for keeping it short. Zoe, you're in King Williamstown. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Kate. How are you? Good, Zoe. Go for it. Uh, my question is, Makamu still there? Let me see. Yes, he's on the line. I'm, I'm, here. Uh, I'm, I, here. I, I'm here, my brother. I want to know, first question, do traditional councils have a budget allocation? The reason I'm asking, we have got the Department of Justice and Correctional Services. All those prisoners there, the money comes from that department, Justice and Correctional Services. You are corrupter and traditional affairs. Do traditional councils have a budget allocation? Secondly, I'm educated the way you have created the NBC Makamu, that he cannot give you a satisfactory answer. If you ask the question, what is their contribution to the community? Why can they hike, teach hiking like us when we go to a meeting? But what they're doing is the same as what is happening here. And we are in a struggle as a community against something, but I don't want to mention it here now. Yeah, they want to take from the community the contribution that comes from the private sector. They want it for themselves, whereas they do nothing. These people are making a, a, a traditional leadership a, a disgrace, but Madame wants us to nicely to the question. Do you have a budget allocation here in Eastern Cape? We are told there are 239 traditional countries. For me, one million, one million for five years would be okay for traditional countries in Eastern Cape. You die and get 239. 239 million so that they must run their affairs and apply in the Public Finance Management Act. That's why they not to want to take from people who are receiving 350s because of the circumstances we find ourselves in. Thank All you, right. Daddy. All right, Zoe. Zoe, out in King Williamstown, there was a point where, of course, we lost part of the connection to Zoe, but uh, his question, is there budget allocation? for the for these traditional councils, Mr. Makamo. It's 11 o'clock, so very briefly for me, I have to go to news. Thanks very much, Sis Kathy. Let me start with the one for Zoe from King Williamstown, whether uh, are we transferring money to the traditional councils as budget, either on a month-to-month basis or annually. As for the province, we don't necessarily, we are not necessarily doing that. Uh, but we are making sure that the monies that are collected uh, as levies within traditional leaders are utilized after our approval in the province to make sure that they follow the Public uh, Finance Management Act. But uh, also to appreciate the inputs made by other uh, callers and voice notes that shows that definitely they appreciate what the government did. We can see that uh, they saw as when we were struggling with our senior traditional leadership in the province, assisting us during the COVID-19, they were there to make sure that their communities are protected. 
we have seen uh, since I became the MEC how traditional leaders played a role when they were unrest around areas of one senior traditional leaders who were on the lead trying to make sure that there is peace in that area. Province of Lipompo is called a peaceful province mainly because traditional leaders continue to play that role of social cohesion within our communities. And as such, we appreciate and work with them towards that. Including during disasters, whenever you get into a community, in this case, you will find that when the councillor and the senior traditional leaders already have visited the family, try to help them and comfort them and work with the community to resolve a challenge. That's why you will find uh, traditional leaders leading uh, how a person will be assisted. By the time the MEC arrives, traditional leaders will have gone there. So as part of the work we are doing, we have listened to the concerns that those are saying that maybe. But one thing I can assure you, says Kathy, the timing is not necessary. Vote buying like other people will take. It is a well-planned activity that happens. All right. That... Uh, buy cars because we're campaigning. We'll continue to campaign. We'll continue to build houses. We'll continue to provide services for as long as we're still within the mandate. If the mandate says something after the elections next year, there it be. But as for now, we are doing our work as the elected leadership of government, as All we right. are supposed to. Thank you much. All right, Mr. Makamo, we'll leave it there for this morning at the Limpopo Cockster MEC. Well, it is still Friday. It is still the wind down. Joining us for the Friday wind down today is DJ Sbu and Tina Ado. That conversation coming up shortly.